Thank you for tuning in. We'll get to your program right after this short word from our sponsors. Do you wake up feeling like your best days have passed you by? Omega-3s are essential to the health of your body and cells. Scientists say an imbalance in the omega-3-6 ratio is a major cause of many illnesses. You need testing to know how healthy your cells are. Without testing, you're only guessing. Test yourself at home and start feeling better today. Find out how by calling Rick Kroll at 305-933-4219. Welcome to the Home Business Success Show. Join us as we speak to home business entrepreneurs for tips, tricks, do's, and even don'ts for running a successful home business. Greetings and welcome to the Home Business Success Show on Biz Radio US. I'm your host, Hank Eater, also known as Hank the PR Guy. Before I get started with our guest, I'd like to share a few thoughts. I've been getting some requests to share some thoughts. And today I'd like to talk to you a little bit about networking and the importance of listening. A lot of people miss this. They go to business networkings. You know, that one person who shows up with a transactional mindset, pad in hand, and he swoops down on everybody in the room, thinking that he's going to leave there with orders from like 10, 15 people at the meeting. Well, it doesn't work that way. This person is seeking monologue, not dialogue. So I want you to all be clear on the concept that if you go to network, uh, business networking events, you need to show up consistently and you need to do a lot of listening. Listening is very, very important. Show you care about the people who are there and don't look at people as dollar signs. Eventually everything else will come together. That being said, my guest today, John Hornsby, is the founder and creative director of Hornsby Creative. John is also a founding executive board member of the American Institute of Graphic Artists, also known as AIGA Asheville, and co-organizer of an annual creative retreat in Spain. John helps clients discover, design, and deliver branded experiences with clarity and confidence applying strategic branding to attract the right clients to fulfill your purpose profitably. John has worked with businesses ranging from solopreneurs to Fortune 500 companies like Kimberly Clark. And what I find very interesting is John has grown from being an introvert, too afraid to pick up the phone and order a pizza to where he is today. And that's, uh, I think that's a, a long character arc, as we'd say if we were writing a screenplay. John has focused on experiential and environmental design, especially as it relates to custom architectural signage and events. He has collaborated on projects with clients ranging from small local businesses to big brands like Kimberly Clark, Cooper Hewitt, and the AIGA National Design Conference. In 2020, when everything went virtual, he and his wife, Anila, launched Connection Kits, a a do-it-for-you service creating branded event toolkits to help give event hosts an easy way to increase enrollment, fulfillment, and retention. Welcome to the show, John. Thanks, Hank. It's good to be here. If you would, please tell us more about your business, Hornsby Creative. 
Sure. Um, well, at Hornsby Creative, we um, started out as primarily, you know, a graphic design and branding service. Um, that's a big part of what we do. Uh, over the years, we've also gotten more into um, what really needs to happen as part of the design process before you get into what anything looks like, which is more on the discovery and clarity side of uh, really getting clear on what a business is about and who they serve and uh, their goals and target audience. Uh, so we help with that. We help with design. Uh, and then we help facilitate the delivery of those designs in the forms of tangible products and experiences. Yeah, it seems to me that a lot of people think that uh, branding is, you know, very, very simple process. I, I speak to people about branding sometimes and they say, but I already have a logo as if that's their whole branding. But as as we know, it's so much more, so much more. Uh, yeah, that's a good point. Uh, the logo is kind of the, the low-hanging fruit that um, everyone reaches for. Uh, when they're starting a business, um, but that's just one part of a brand. Um, if you think of your brand as telling a story, a, a logo is one word or one chapter in that story, but there's a whole visual language as well as tone of voice, um, things like colors and icons and uh, photography and illustration. All of those go together uh, along with your messaging to create your your brand. And even how people present themselves out in the public when they're representing their brand has to be a part of branding as well. Uh, how did you get into this field? Uh, well, I think like a lot of designers, I started out as kind of an art kid. Um, you know, so I was drawing, painting, um, thought I wanted to be an artist um, as I was a kid growing up, spent a lot of time uh, learning art, studying art, practicing art. Um, actually got into the special events industry uh, early in my career um, and started applying production art into creating environments um, for, for events, very much like theater work. Um, that led me into working in, in signage and exhibits and uh, that end of design and production and spent about 20 years um, in the sign industry uh, doing everything from making them to selling them to running the shop and um, always loved the design and branding side of things and how that all ties together with things like signage um, to create experiences, you know, in physical spaces, um, more of an analog kind of guy. Digital is very important and very prevalent, um, but I'm a little old school and I, uh, I love where the two intersect, but I always have a soft spot for, more of the hands-on touch and feel and walk around side of branding as well. I think both of those worlds have to, they have to intersect in order to be effective. Everything, everything can't be online. I mean, even somebody who doesn't have brick and mortar, like most of the home business folks who listen to this show, mm -hmm. still have an image to, uh, to present when they go out there. And that includes things like their business cards and, um, if they go to expos and events, the signage that they bring with them, all of those things. So it, it's definitely a marriage between uh, digital and analog, so to speak. Absolutely. Yeah, uh, they definitely have to work in harmony with each other. Your biography mentioned that you were once so uh, introverted. Today, you seem pretty amiable and friendly and very user friendly. How did you make that transition from 
being very introverted to being able to stand out in front of shows and groups and and give keynote speeches and all of those kind of things yeah yeah um well it's very much like you said kind of a long character arc <laughs> it was not overnight um and uh it's uh, practice primarily um and specifically through a, a few different things one was uh, when i was younger uh, i still am uh, into it but i don't perform anymore but i was uh, uh, into music and i played in bands and so I had to, you know, get up on stage and and play music and do kind of the performance aspect of that. Um, at the same time, as I moved along in my career, I uh, found myself getting more into roles that involved sales as opposed to just creative. Um, and through that, um, as you mentioned at the top, you know, I spent a lot of time uh, networking and going to networking groups um, and. Uh, I joined a you know a BNI group at, at one point and um, was in that for seven or so years. This is back when I was still in Baltimore, um, but having to go out and join a group like that where you have to weekly get up and talk to the group for whatever you know a minute to ten minutes, whatever uh, about what you do. Uh, the practice of doing that constantly um, helped me to get more comfortable being uncomfortable. And that eventually leads to actually becoming more comfortable um, in what used to make me feel uncomfortable. I don't feel 100% comfortable right now, but I'm way better than I was, <laughs> you know, 20 years ago. I know what you mean. I, I've never been an introvert per se, but I am possibly what you might call a slightly introverted, a slightly introverted extrovert in that there's certain things that, you know, I really enjoy doing and sharing, but there's other things that go past my comfort zone that I have a real, you know, more of a hard time with. And sales would be one of those. I've never been the type who likes to pick up the telephone and do cold calling and try to get people to, to buy things. You know, yeah. even if I feel that what I'm offering has great intrinsic value, it's still a tough part for me. So I think we all leap a little bit into our, a little bit past our comfort zones and gather experience doing that. You know, I've also been a performer, like, like you mentioned, I, I play guitar. I still have my old Martin 12 string guitar and I play once a month during the season at the Mars Hill Farmers Market. But the point that I want to make about that is that, you know, when I was younger in high school and in college, I played in bands. And when it comes to performing, I'm much more uh, comfortable in front of a really large group than I am in front of a small group. I have to play for two or three people. That's more uncomfortable to me than one time I was with my friend Roger Miller, who I've known since we were 10 years old, not the uh, Roger Miller you're thinking of, but the one that I grew up with. And along with a lady violin player, we played for something like 5,500 people in Tampa at something called the River Riot. And that was a blast. It never occurred to me not to be comfortable there. But if I was sitting down with an audience of three, I'd be a lot more uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, totally. And to your point, too, um, performing solo um, is uh, way different than performing with a group, too. There's, It's just you, you know. But anyway, uh, we, we were talking about how branding has so many aspects to it. And I think that design plays a really important part of that. And I think you're, you're a testament 
to that. But would you talk just a little bit about why good design is such an important part of branding? Sure. Um, I think it's uh, it's very uh, instrumental, important part. And I think it's important to clarify that, you know, kind of what design is uh, to answer that. And it's it's multiple things. Um, it There's design. Often people think of kind of what you see uh, at the at the end, um, a, a logo, a, a brochure or whatever, uh, that that is design. And it is. Um, design is a noun, but there's also design as a verb, which is the process by which you get to uh, creating the logo, the brochure, the website, what have you. Um, and the process of design um, is all about um, clarity and strategy. So it's helping to get clear um, and it's helping to design is not just decoration. It serves a purpose. So um, you're doing it for a reason, for a particular outcome. And if you're clear on all of that and do your research and then apply good, you know, uh, artistic design principles to what you're doing, then the goal is not just to have something that looks pretty, but to have something that works and is effective and also is aesthetically pleasing. Um, and so when you go through that type of design process, uh, it also helps improve other aspects of your business um, and allows you to be able to present yourself in a way um, that can give you more confidence. You know, you kind of have to look the part to get the opportunity to then step up and be the part. And design helps uh, create that opportunity uh, for you. Right, right. I think that as some of us home business entrepreneurs step out into the public, you know, we have to shift gears because there's that a whole question of aesthetics, but also that also has to do with how you present yourself. And right now, you know, we're we're home business folks, so we're we're having an interview on the radio, but we're also recording video and we're dressed very casually because we're working out of a home office. But if I go to a client meeting, I have to remember to shift gears and dress differently. It also depends on who the client is. But by and large, the faces that we put out to the public are different than, you know, when we do our day to day work in our home offices. Yeah. And, you know, that all depends on on your business and your brand and, and how you want to show up um, and your your ideal audience, you know, so different types of businesses, you know, you might be like, hey, I'm a casual person. That's how I show up. That's how I do. And that's how I want to attract people. And that works for some businesses. Others, you might have to have more of a outward facing, um, you know, appearance that is a little different if you're trying to um, work with different types of clients that have different goals. And it, it all depends. It's not necessarily a right or wrong way. Um, that's what I like to work with on clients is try and figure out what's authentically you and your business and also what is most attractive to your ideal client and where do those intersect and where those two intersect that's kind of the foundation from which to start building parameters uh, to design your brand around right and that includes i think sometimes where you meet clients uh i do a lot of uh 
client meetings that are very casual in coffee shops and things like that. But occasionally you get a higher end client and you don't want to go to a coffee shop. And that's why, you know, you also, I don't recommend bringing people into your home for a number of reasons, liability being one of them. But that's where for a lot of home business people, the idea of um, shared spaces, um, co co-working spaces comes into being where you can meet in a really nice conference room and have have access to, you know, digital tools and stuff like that. So yeah, you're putting your best foot forward. I see that you have a three part workshop that's coming up very soon. Would you please tell us about that? Like who is it for? And what will people get from those from those sessions? Yes, in uh, January, uh, starting January 11th, and for three Wednesdays in the afternoon. Uh, in January, um, running a series of three workshops. Uh, it's called New Year's Brand Solutions. And basically, um, it is for uh, anyone in business who, um, you know, the past few years have, have involved a lot of change and reflection and pivoting and uh, adapting. Um, and as that occurs in business, it's often good to revisit and refresh your brand. Uh, it's good to do that every every few years or so. Um, so anyone who has, um, you know, changed the way that they do business in any way over the, the past few years um, that hasn't taken the time to uh, really kind of refocus and refresh their branding, uh, this is a good opportunity to um, be able to, in a group session, uh, in an affordable way, um, as opposed to, you know, hiring me one-on-one, to go through some of the things that we do with clients on those three sort of key pillars that I mentioned before, which is discovery, design, and, and delivery. Um, and so each week we kind of will be focusing on each of those three things. Um, so that first week is all about discovery. So that's helping go from confusion to clarity on your brand purpose, your ideal clients, and your best solutions. Uh, the second week is all about design, um, you know, for your audience in particular, a lot of home-based businesses kind of ride the line there between a lot of do-it-yourself design, maybe using things like Canva and stuff like that and outsourcing some things. Um, and so for anyone who's maybe doing some of it themselves or kind of, uh, you know, early designers, um, we'll be going through a lot of sort of DIY design tips to help go from looking a mess to looking your best, some of the common things to that I see happen that could be avoided easily to help kind of refine that. And then week three is all about delivery. Um, so that's there we'll create an action plan to help deliver branded experiences, um, things like places, events, um, whether it's online or in person um, that people will love. These three workshops, well, it's one workshop, but in three parts. But does this uh, experience... Does it have an online component or is it strictly you have to show up and be there in the room? Yeah, it is uh, online. Um, so actually, uh, you mentioned Asheville, but I'll, I'll actually be doing an in-person component in Waynesville, which is where I'm located. Uh, so I'll be doing, um, there's some limited in-person space at the Haywood Chamber of Commerce. I'll be uh, using their conference room for that, but I'll also be doing it uh, concurrently live in Zoom. Um, so it'll be sort of a hybrid event and uh, anyone can attend from anywhere uh, on Zoom and participate that way. I'm glad that it's got a an online component of it because 
We've got listeners that are not necessarily in Asheville, maybe not even in North Carolina. I've heard from people as far away as uh, New York, and one person from Wyoming even contacted me about the show. So that's very cool that that the world is becoming larger and wider through uh, through digital contact. So if anyone wants information about this particular uh, three-part workshop, where do they go for that? Uh, if you go to hornsbycreativegroup.com, and then there's a community and events tab, uh, and there's a page called Brand New Year's Brand Solutions, uh, and that'll give you all the details, including ticketing information. The nice thing of doing group-based stuff is you can make it more affordable than you know one-on-one time. So um, yeah, basically starting at $25 a workshop is kind of the base price and in-person there's in-person options and then there's the, the the virtual and you know they're designed to um like i said it is a series of three and ideally um you would want to attend all three but you certainly could just do one or two um they they will stand alone uh, as well so if somebody just was only interested in doing the design one they could uh, but if you want to do all three that'll be the, the most value I would think that people should attend all three because it sounds to me like it's a very complete experience that each one will be like a cog in the wheel to give you a bigger and better understanding of where you need to go. Now, you mentioned, uh, we only have a few moments, but you mentioned uh, Canva. I've had some pretty good experiences myself on Canva, but I, I like to warn people away from some of these really inexpensive services. I know somebody who um, found their logo out there on the internet and they had designed it themselves because they were very good designers and when they approached the company the company said well we bought that on fiverr and they said uh -huh. well you know that's great but that's our logo and you're going to have to cease and desist yep. so i just want to say be careful you know about something that seems too good to be true because it usually is and you get what you pay for yeah, you know, one of the things I talk about, it, we'll talk about in that is when to do it yourself and when to hire a professional and things like your logo and branding. Um, unless you're, you know, that is your background, you probably should not really be doing that yourself for that and many other reasons. Um, but if you just need to make a, you have that and you need to make your own social media graphic, um, there's great tools to be able to do that. Very good. Now, John, you mentioned, um, Horns Be Creative, you mentioned your contact uh, a moment ago. Would you just please repeat that, the the best place for people to get in touch with you? www.hornsbecreativegroup.com would be the website. And uh, you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn uh, at the Horns Be Creative handles. Very, very good. Thank you so much for being with us today. And for our listeners, Join us on our new day and time every Wednesday morning at 11 a.m. for the Home Business Success Show on Biz Radio US. Remember, you can achieve success, freedom, and independence in your own home business. I've done it, John's done it, and you can do it too. See you next week. This is Hank Eater wishing all of you a fabulous day of home business success. Thank you for listening. If you liked what you just heard, be sure to subscribe to the podcast and be sure to visit bizradio.us to find hundreds of other engaging conversations, local events, and more.